Welcome back to Wreaking Havoc, the world's weirdest podcast. I'm your host for today, Mr. DJ Pauly B. I feel like it's fitting for this kind of episode. But we do have a special guest with us today. Um, some of you may know this man, Mr. Havoc Rocky. How are we doing today, sir? It's it's good. It feels weird to be on this side of it. I'm going to be honest. Not saying oh, the intro yeah. felt really odd, but hey, we're, we're here for it. It's exciting to do this. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into a nice little... Uh, little interview today and uh i got loads of questions for you and i'm sure there'll be more that just pop up along the way locked and loaded but, uh, locked and loaded kick us off how we doing on this tuesday you know i can't complain we got a song coming out in two days look always look forward to making the podcast on tuesdays the weather outside is beautiful it's it's been a really hot humid the last couple of weeks, and today has not been too humid. It's just beautiful outside. And it's been raining a lot lately, so it's nice to have yeah, a Yeah, no, it's nice day. to keep it dry and For keep sure. it nice out there. For sure. So you say song dropping on Thursday, or you tell the people what the title is of that one? We got, yeah. I haven't released a song since the album came out back in January of 2021, which is... Uh, there's a lot of reasons why we haven't dropped in some time. Ain't because we ain't got stuff ready to drop. We got plenty ready to drop. First one coming out, though, Thursday at midnight. All platforms. Literally, we were read, reading through the platforms last night, and there is probably 40 of them that I have never heard of. But regardless, there are all the big ones. You got Spotify. You got Apple Music. You know where to find it. Uh, called Miss You. Uh, yeah. I mean, the title kind of speaks for what it's probably going to be about. You're going to have to check it out. You can see some snippets of it on TikTok, Instagram, all the good stuff if you want to get a preview for what it's going to sound like. But it, well, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I did get uh, get a couple listens of that final mix in today, and I can I can tell you it is, it is a banger. It is Absolute a banger. It's a good one. Coming out, coming out strong from not Absolutely. From radical. <laughs> back. Yeah, okay. we're back. We're back. But uh, let's get into some of these uh, these interview questions here. I got a lot of good ones here. I got some I didn't you tell you about too. Ooh. Like after we after we got off the phone yesterday, I was like, all right, like I gotta have some like in my back pocket because you can't forget. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm but, excited. Uh, I mean, first we just got we got to start off at the very beginning. Like, what made you get into music? Like, why did you do it? Man, that's a that's a loaded question. So it started when I was six years old. I remember the very first moment I was like, I want to be a rock star. I was in Tennessee. I was at uh, a restaurant called Hard Rock Cafe, pretty popular place. And if you haven't been there, it's like hard rock music, that type of a thing. And on the TVs, they're playing music videos and they're playing the Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. And I was watching this video and I was like, I want to do that. And then, you know, I was six at the time. So life happens and all whatnot. And then eventually, you know, high school starts rolling around. I started messing around in GarageBand probably freshman year of high school. And, like, it was always something I wanted to do, but I was, like, a football guy. So I was, like, you know, I got to focus on that. And I kind of never thought of doing it seriously. And then, yeah, college came around, and that was when I was starting to feel a pull. I was, like, you know, this is life pulling me in a different direction than football now. Like, there's something else I've always wanted to do. It's time to finally do it. And then – yeah, I mean, one thing led to another, and I kind of finally started taking it seriously end of freshman year, and then really sophomore year is when I started hitting the ground running with it. And that was, you know, it was like I, I'm a big believer in just do what you want to do, and I want people to see that and just be like, hey, he's doing what he wants to do. I'm, I'm going to chase my dreams too. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great answer. I mean, it's, it's something I've known from you, like, since, since the day I met you, it's just always – do whatever you want. Yeah. If you're not doing what you want, you're not having a good time. Yeah, hey, life's I'm life's not. too short to sit at something you hate. Like, I mean, even myself, I, I love my I got a job, obviously. And like I'm working that right now. And I I enjoy that job. I'm having fun with it. It's a great job. But all in all, at the end of the day, like that's not the career path I want to go down. But sometimes you gotta do things to help fund your other stuff like always yeah. be, be doing things because if you just sit there and you're going to get to the, that midlife crisis happens because you hate what you do and you're stuck and never you never pursued what you wanted to do and then you get those parents that live like live way too hard like vicariously through their children especially with athletics yeah so yeah no that's uh that's definitely something i feel like you've really instilled in me too just like being around you all the time and all that good stuff just 
do what you want to do. And if you're not doing what you want to do, do something to get you to where you want to be. It's like we always say, the song is the first tattoo I gave myself on my leg. Live fast, die slow. If you don't know what that means, it means just enjoy life. Because if you just do everything what you're supposed to do or what you think the adult thing to do is or like whatever, and then you're just going to die slowly instead of living fast. It doesn't mean, you know, not everyone can do some of the crazy wild things I necessarily do. So like that live fast doesn't mean just be wild. It's do what you want to do when you want to do it. Absolutely. Okay. I got a nice little kind of follow up, but what are you trying to achieve through your music? I know we've talked about this a little bit. Yeah. What's the What's the message you're trying to put across to people? I think the message is, well, for starters, kind of like I was saying, you know, I want people to see that I just don't care. Like, I chose to do something that really puts myself out there. And, yeah, you're going to deal with criticism all the time. Who cares? But just just do it. The more you do it, the better you get. And, I mean, like, look at this podcast look at the music we've made like from the first things we've come out with to what we're releasing this thursday like there's a world of difference and that's in a couple of years and like you if you want something if you really want to do something you really believe you can do it and you practice and keep on your craft like the start the sky's the limit man and i think the second thing to go along with that is music gives me a platform a little bit and i know there's definitely people that have reached out to me about certain things and certain material that I talk about. And like we were discussing um, last week about a little EP kind of project thing. We're going to talk about that is really near and dear to my heart, just battling with like depression and addiction and all of that. Not so pretty stuff in life. And cause a lot of it, I mean, you can see my life or people that know me or don't know me and see the socials like, you know, oh, he's chilling. He's he's a fun, loving, happy dude, and which is like, I am. But there, there's a lot more under the surface that I think a lot of people do struggle with and, and can relate to through it. Yeah, it's kind of like letting people know they're not yeah. alone. The music, yeah. kind of, no, it's always a good We're all thing. in that's, this together. That's important to be able to do stuff like that with the music i know like i'm that kind of person i'd rather like lean on music than anything yeah for sure it's, it's like it's the right outlet. song to make it feel better yeah you got it you got a song for every mood like there's a reason there's like workout playlists summer playlists winter playlists yeah christmas playlists like there's a reason for that there's a reason for that music yeah. music fuels the soul absolutely on that music does fuel the soul but I want to get into a little bit of the origins of the name Havoc Rocky. Uh, I have to. We just got to dig into this one because I feel like this is good stuff. Picking the name is the hardest thing ever. I will say that took longer than it should have. And then once it hit me, I was like, oh, bet. that's why that take me so long. Because, yeah, no, there were a lot of names I played around with. And I was like, I don't like it. I wanted something that was more personal and like I thought would stick. The Havoc part comes from my mom as a kid always said like, i wreaked havoc and i made i was a wild child and i'm a very energetic person so i kind of just i'm a tornado where i go through so the havoc part comes from that and everyone's i mean technically i spelled wrong but everyone spells it wrong because i put a k at the end because i got two k's in my last name dutch spelling for my last name so i was like i'm gonna make it a little unique and i also think it looks better i don't know why i feel like a k at the end of havoc just looks better and then the rocky part is because i mean kind of it's a double entendre almost like a rock is a hard foundation can't be moved and then i mean but the rocky part is like eh, my life's a little rocky sometimes so you yeah. gotta just ride the waves a little bit and but still be that firm foundation at the end of the day Heck yeah dude that's why our podcast is called wreaking havoc too and yeah literally because it's literally. Like a bunch of nonsense we just take on the world it's one step at a time yeah <laughs> but it makes sense somehow too right yeah all right so how did you feel the first time you dropped a song like released like a full-blown like single i guess i don't even know like what it, even if it was like something you released on soundcloud i don't remember the soundcloud one because i don't think i posted it anywhere i think i just yeah. put it out there but um as far as like on like apple music spotify stuff like that I yeah, I mean we I mean we worked on all that stuff together and then when we like finally drop something and it's like oh you know like six minutes, five minutes before it comes out. It's kind of like that holy cow feeling, like 
my life's about to change. Like, yeah. I'm about to be looked at a whole different way. And it was kind of a weird feeling because it's like, I mean, I grew up listening to music all on everything. You know, I started with CDs and then, you know, you'd start not exactly lawfully putting music on an iPod and then, you know, iTunes and stuff like that. And then, you know, Apple Music, Spotify started coming out and it's that, you know, I'm on the platform with everyone now. Those, it was cool. It was really weird doing it the first yeah. time. It was like, I never thought this would be possible, but here we are. Oh, I remember the, the first when we dropped that first album, like how excited I was about it. But like, all yeah, it was, a little like that, was, that, that nervous anxiety. Yeah. Like, it was on your birthday, too. Know. And then you sit there, you're like, I don't know what people can think. But like, do you ever have that feeling like, you know, like, I've, I've obviously listened to like everything you've ever made, but like, it's some of the stuff's personal. Like, do you ever feel like weird putting that stuff out there? Like, I did it first. Your life? I did it first just because I was, I didn't know the reception, I guess. You know, being vulnerable about certain things kind of leads you to people thinking some way about you, which, I mean, fair. I'm just being honest. And, and you know, my life's not perfect. And I talk about the imperfections. And so with all of that, it's like, you know, that's that's tough. I think the more I've been doing it, though, like especially now, now it's a chance for me to express myself and just I know there's definitely someone out there feeling some similar type of way. Yeah. So I know there's going to be someone that can relate to it and feel the feel what I'm saying. And, and it's kind of a cool feeling that, you know, I can share with people, whether or not they tell me or whether or not I know them. Like, like we can share a moment just relating to something through my music. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely, I could see that. And then I could kind of go off that, like, how do you deal with people that, I guess, are the haters? <laughs> I'll, I'll be straight up. It used to get to me. It used to get at the beginning, for sure. I know. I, 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 paid I way, those days. Yeah, I paid way too close attention to the negativity and then, like, all the bad stuff people saying. And that's the, the crazy part is, even back then, like always just getting more love than hate, but the hate, you know, if you pay too much attention to it, it drains you and it makes you like, there was a lot of times just thinking about like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this ain't worth it. And, and then something kind of just switched to me and it was kind of like, now I don't care. Like if you want to hate on the music, that's great, man. Everyone likes their own type of music. If you don't like a song, great. You don't like a song, but to actively say something to me, well, for starters, why one of the reasons I don't care is because you're putting money in my pocket. Every time, every time you listen, I'm getting more money. So the only way you can really hate on a song and say it's trash is if you listen to it. So that's just more money in my pocket. But I noticed that the majority of that kind of a style of hate is not from mostly. I mean, yeah, there is always like some random Internet trolls that'll say something here and there. But it's mostly from people that know me, that either don't like what i'm doing or feel some type of way about me but yeah the, the majority of the negative like personal negative attacks on that stuff is from people who just know me and i don't know their reasoning it could be jealousy could maybe they just hate me as a person but whatever it, it just it mainly comes from that type of a source because i don't know what the exact quote was i know we were talking about that oh yeah you never you never um people don't talk to actually people those above them like yeah. you, you don't you don't directly like speak personal negative attacks to people above you. It's always like or the people below you. I'll flip that around. Yeah. You never like yeah. talk down to people below you. It's always those above you that, that you either wish you could be or just don't like that if they're having some type of success in life. And I mean, I've been guilty of that, too. And yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a thing like. The higher up you go, the more you get it just because there's yeah. now there's more below you. And there's I, I honestly think a lot of it comes from not liking that I'm, I'm just doing something different i think it's just like so confusing or unknown and it's just can't really wrap their heads around it so it's just like oh i gotta talk trash and stuff like that and it's funny too because there's a lot of people that i run into every once in a while that i know i've seen whatever i've heard seen i know some of the things they said and they try and act like now nah, we all cool and like they talk about music stuff like that and it's like i, I don't like don't be don't be like that if you're gonna yeah. say that if you're gonna say it to other people or say it online say it to me say, say it to my face 
like back it up too. don't don't just don't just talk but but all in all at the end of the day with like whatever you do in life people are not gonna like it people are gonna hate you you just can't deal with it like it's good you can be the world's best person and people still gonna hate you it it, it really, it really doesn't matter it really doesn't matter yeah no it's it's kind of crazy that i don't know you start doing different things people are like oh i don't like that yeah but it's just nobody nobody likes to see other people doing things they wish they could or doing a little bit better yeah. than they are or having success in something they actually love instead of that crappy little job they got you know what yeah. i mean like that's, that's part of it and i mean I mean, as it goes on, it's it's only going to keep happening. But I feel like you've yeah. gotten yourself into a place now where you just kind of you handled a lot better than you used to. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm kind of just I remember in that early yeah, it was bad early on. But now I'm just yeah. kind of in a headspace where I just I'm I'm comfortable in my own skin. I just really don't care. Yeah. Like people are gonna hate me. All right, by all means, I I will never hate you back. <laughs> if you got nothing but bad things to say to me, I wish you the best. So yeah, hate is hating something is just a waste of energy. Hate is going to hate. <laughs> it's the yeah, exactly. simplest saying of all time, but it's true. You it, can't do you know, something to change their mind. It's the way it is, but at the yeah. end of the day, haters are fans too. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You, you, Some of them get more listeners than my fans. So, All right, well, then we're going to dig into some of uh, some of your songs here. and mm -hmm. I'm going I'm to start this off with what was your personal favorite project of the three that you released so far to work on? Rock With Me by far. I think yeah. I think rock with me for one just because of the headspace I was in. Like the trip was was fun. I was kind of just a f the world mindset, but like I was in a dark place for the whole ninety eight shadows, like a really dark place. And so making that was therapy, honestly. And it was like, I mean, you you knew you lived with me for that long. Like yeah. I, I wasn't really happy for like that whole six months doing that. Like I was, I was never really in a good place. And then rock with me was just a vibe. I mean, it was just like chilling in the freaking quarantine apartment. Like we were just chilling, yeah. having fun, doing what we love to do again. And that was, you know, kind of the the output that came with that. Yeah, rock with me was two dudes locked in an apartment having a great time. Literally, <laughs> literally, that was the product with that nothing, came out of it. Yeah, we had nothing else to do because we weren't allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, no, I. Mm. Yeah, but um, on that note, do you have a personal favorite song of yours? And it can be one that has not come out yet, because we know how many of those there are. It kind of switches, honestly. I think my life is up there and will always be up there, just because. I mean, that kind of goes back to the whole hated conversation. Like that kind of embodies what I'm talking about. Like the you you just don't know me. Like you want to hate me, but you just don't know me. Uh, the miss you coming out, yeah, that's that's probably up there for sure. Um, I mean, honestly, a song will probably never that will never be released. <laughs> that's one of my favorites is the original version of Rock with Me had a little different title. But oh yeah, that, that one's that was just a blast to make, and that's just, yeah, that's just a fun one. I love that no, song. I, I remember that song literally. I still to this day like I still beat on. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I can still hear that. It's still yeah, in my memory yeah. somewhere. But that was, yeah, I really like that. It's one that of those one. fun ones. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot of good ones out there. Kind of depends on the day, the mood I'm in. Yeah, but. yeah, same. Like last night, I was I was listening to some stuff and like, um, what's that? What song was it? I'm blanking now. Oh, um, one more time. I was like, hmm, this is a good song. I like this one. Oh, yeah. And oh, I mean yeah. distance. There's Anytime pretty, I hear distance, it becomes so my much, favorite song again. There's so much heat all over the place. Yeah. We love it. But on that note, talking about favorites, how about, like, you know, we talked about this a few times. Like, you know how you channel your emotions when you're making a song? Like, as far yeah. as that goes, like, what's been some of the hardest ones to make where you've kind of had to, rekindle those yeah. that you probably really didn't want to inputs one of those that's a song that's gonna come out with the part of that project just because i had made it after the fact but it was i hadn't because like when i write a song you know i got i kind of get myself back into that mindset because i feel like i can just 
my memory will kick back in a little bit. And so that one, I mean, dealing with the topics that are in that song was tough. I mean, dealing with like suicide and stuff like that, like it's heavy stuff to to sit there and write to. And then like, listen back, even still, when I listen back to that song, it's like, man. But then uh, this song coming out Thursday, Miss You, not as heavy of a topic, but oh, that getting back in that mindset of me, like, oh, there's something I, you know that i just can't have again is is like yeah it's it was it was tough the that whole song actually came to me from i think it's one of the opening lines um because when i literally got a new phone it like brought back a bunch of like old text messages from the last time my phone was backed up and i like saw all of, like the messages i had with this girl and i was like whoa <laughs> did not need to see yeah. that but then a you know, song came out of it so i mean Cool pain, yeah. Yeah, no kind of that fire of emotion. Yeah, but no, I I feel like that can that can get hard at times because then it's like, yeah, all right, like I want to write this, but like I don't want to get myself into that like a specific yeah. mindset, whether it be like super like down or whatever it is, like because I mean, obviously, like if you're in a happy mood, you're not gonna go write it like depressing song yeah and you i've noticed I mean? that there's been times where uh like the lyrics i sent you the other night um like I, that was one of those times where like, i was sitting there doing, working on something and i was like i need to stop like it's it's starting to get dark again like i need yeah. to go i went and played fall guys i was like i need some like happy like just goofball joy in my life because it's starting to like yeah. go down 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 and so yeah that's that's one of the, the things that's like in the heat of it it can be tough to pull myself out of it if i'm like really feel like i got something going but yeah i just sometimes i gotta just be like Oof, i need i need a break because yeah it's starting to get all guys break and get that. yourself back and, yeah and all together and everything yeah but then i mean like there's there's sometimes where you're in that goofball mood like that one night uh back in april when i was sending you all like the the funk type stuff yeah like then there's like you're just in a goofy fun mood like you can just make a bunch of goofy fun songs and yeah, you know, we got we got a lot of those on on standby those are gonna be fun too yeah no they're uh i can't wait which kind of leads me to this I, let, me get, let me give a little review of this i i don't know the brand wildly good i don't know what the, if the brand's wild no it's mxd drinks co mixed drinks co premium malt beverage it's the margarita one i'm I have higher hopes than I feel like I should because I, I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it might be yeah. all right, but well. So one sip, you know the rules. That's really good. Uh, I don't, honestly, it kind of tastes like a soft drink. It doesn't really, doesn't have any bite to it. And it's like, think like lemon, 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 lime. Yeah, it, it honestly tastes like a, hold on. Kind of tastes like uh, someone took Sprite and mixed it with Squirt. Ooh, well, like it's a great flavor. I'm just, yeah, I'm not yeah, getting any. Those could be dangerous on. though because you don't get any of that like that bite. Right, those, those could be rough. <laughs> Man, all right, I got I got a pretty good question for you. Oh, let's hear. It's uh, so you've got features on your Do album. It, features, yeah from three artists that i'm aware of maybe there's one more that i forgot i'm pretty sure you got sideshow trey yeah trey one of those yeah jay vatic i mean i guess slim kind of slim kind of yeah that's true but out of those guys like who's your favorite to work with i hmm like i mean trey was trey was always fun because like, he was he was a boy i didn't really even handle much with next exodus i don't i had like a conversation or two with him just regarding what i wanted to be about you handled more of that but i, I mean i still jay vatic i mean i still talk to him like me and him are cool and it's it, like we even not doing songs together now like we still yeah. are always bouncing ideas off each other and like helping each other out in any way we can and i mean we just make very different styles of music so it was yeah it was no, cool to have an opportunity to make something like that with him 
just because that's something I don't personally do. But and to put it like it wasn't like I was featuring on his song, bringing like his style onto his album. It was like yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to take his style onto my work because I wanted to try that out. And it was, it was a cool time. And I mean, yeah, that homie knows how to work. Oh yeah, no, I remember remember finding him like on instagram and i i started sending him stuff and i was like this dude doesn't like anything and i was like i kind of feel like you should do something else i just like sent him your instagram and like talk to him see what you could do yeah before you know we had uh we had that song made yeah no he he's a cool dude i've had some good conversations with him about yeah music and life and that whole world because yeah he's got a very similar outlook on that all that stuff that i do and it's 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 cool to pick his brain on some of the stuff he does because we just we go about like all the process, like almost everything in the process so differently. And it's like yeah. crazy to see, you know, how, cause he was sent it when he put his verse down first. And then I sent him back my, the first take on my verse. And then he changed his and then I changed, we kept changing it like six times. And then I ended up asking him how he mixed his because I was like, I want it to sound like a similar flow. Well, not flow, but like a similar like vocal structure to it. And yeah. we had to figure out how to transfer it because um, he used Fruity Loops and I used Logic. So, yeah, it was a it was a longer process for that song, but it was fun to make that one. Oh, it's a very good song. And I mean, mind you, you're doing trauma. this. What, he's from like across the country. Yeah, it's Morgan. Yeah, like you're doing this all over the phone. Like you're not even like yeah. in the same place as him. Like I feel like that's like what's so cool about it. Like you guys are literally just sitting there like messing each other back. Like what do you think? Like I got this idea, and then you kind of get to that that finished product. And I think that was eye opening for me to when I started making music too. Is I mean even like working with people or the features I've done is yeah outside of Trey. I mean I've never been in the same room, and I always assumed you know people make music like if someone's on a song together they were in the studio together. So that's yeah. rarely the case. Like unless you're making a couple of songs or a project with someone, like there's a good chance you're not there with them, and you're sending files back and forth, and it can be annoying because it takes a while to bounce songs. But uh, it's worth it in the end. The the community, the oh, music yeah. community is is solid. Yeah, no, I agree. And like, I mean, I feel, I've seen the way you've interacted with like different people, like whether it be uh, Ray or Trey or whoever else, like when you're working on that stuff, it's always just like, so like, let me like do this. It might help this sound a little bit better. And it's kind of yeah. like that whole collaborative work together. And it's like, it doesn't have to be about like, you know, like we talked about yesterday, you've got to be charging a couple hundred thousand for a feature. Yeah. You can just like help people get better and get into the same I guess down the same path and in the same yeah. like mode. And then you just have a whole collective group of people that think the same and make music all together. And that's and, the music and, and it, and it, organic state. And it makes better things out. Cause I feel like you charge so much for a feature. I mean, I've heard some of these dudes that I know, like probably got the the bag for a feature and it's like, your verse sucks. Like you didn't, you don't care about it. You didn't put anything into it. Cause it's just like someone sent you a beat. This is hey, you're from 31 seconds to a minute 10. They drop something down. They send it back. They're never going to redo it because they're probably charged extra if you want them to redo it. So, yeah, I hate that. I hate that part of the industry so much that there's just so many people trying to chase a bag and not, like, help each other out. Like, we're all in the same boat together. And yeah, even, no, like, I... the ones that get, get up there and, like, make it the big time. Like, there's there's some of those dudes that, like, like Russ, for example. Like, I mean, I, mean, I know we charge us for features and stuff like that, but... You know he's he's actively a part of like all like with the Caitlyn raps thing with the handsome yeah. remix. You know he, he's he's gonna help you out. He's gonna help you Russ out. Russ is like a teacher. Literally, yeah, yeah. Professor Russ. Yeah. Telling us, telling us what we need to do. Takes takes class in the session. Literally though, no, I just think it's like cool. I mean, like even like you know how we work together. It's like I don't care. Yeah. I want to just make whatever sounds good to you, so you can make the best song possible. Yeah. Like, it's more just like, this is what I got. Or there's times where I just randomly come up with something and I'm like, hey, yeah. you can't make anything to this. And then you do. <laughs> yeah. And we were going through a bunch of the stuff last night. Like, we never found the one we were looking for, but we found a bunch Dude, of stuff to work with. Yeah. I still want to know what that one was. The one disappeared. I might just go digging on my laptop and try and find it because I have a feeling like it's just hidden somewhere. That's what I'm saying. That sounds like a exists. really old beat. 
Yeah, it, it has be, to exist. I know that for a fact. Yeah. I know it exists, clearly. I, but. On the bright side, we have a file name that I can actually locate and discover. Unlike somebody's <laughs> file names in their songs. Uh, so I just tell people how you name your file. I, I don't really have any real reason to what I do. I kind of just... <laughs> It's always the dumbest things too. Like there's a song called Diet Coke. I think we talked about that one before. This one was called Save That, and then it turned into um, this might be the last one. I don't know. And then it was, I think it's done now. Was the final mix? I think yeah. is that what it's called? I uh, I think it's pretty sure it's done now. Yeah, not sure though. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like you're having a conversation as you're typing. Yeah, they're just the longest titles, which creates problems because when I do a cover, for the most part, I'll name it that because it's like there's nothing on my mind. But when I'm making yeah. a new song that I don't have a name for, like I've named a song FaceTime, uh, FT2 for FaceTime 2 because I was like, I'm going to send them to you. Yeah, uh, I have <laughs> one of the files is um, don't have the name figured out yet. We'll figure that part out later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I literally like I'll be like I need to save which is why I named that one save that because I was pretty far into it before I saved it the first time yeah because normally how it goes is I'll be like do some like I don't save things right away once I'm like okay I can do something with this then I'll save it and then when I save it I'm like talking literally talking out loud as I'm typing in whatever I want the file name to be called and then I'm actually curious what some of my file names are called because there's so dumb there's some, there's some crazy ones logically even open it might open on this side yeah who knows i going through things i'll have to click on every one like i don't that one song about the uh i don't you'll probably know from this but like i called it little oh yeah no i, I don't that on the i don't remember why i called it little though because there's a song always. Do you remember the first take when I what I put in parentheses? Ah, <laughs> uh, I think so. Yeah, like, yeah. There's some... It's really funny if you know that when you hear what the song's about. I mean, and then you, you see have funny file names, and I follow up with the hilarious subject lines and email. <laughs> yeah, when this man sends me beats, the subject line and the emails are electric. When we, were reading, when we were reading through them yesterday, I was like, man, that was, was funny. Like, where is this coming from? There's, there's just some of those that, yeah. I always loved him too. He's like, I got great subject lines for this. It's like, you're sending me some hard beats that we're trying to make a song to, and I'm more yeah. excited about the subject line at that point. <laughs> it's exciting stuff. And what, it's what keeps the process fun, you know? And that's that's some of the problem I think I've ran into with like a lot of the older stuff I've sent you. Is when I actually have a name for it, and I'll like tell you, I'll be like, "Oh, do you remember like, like Black Benz, for example?" I'll be like, "Oh, do you remember that song?" <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah. about? And I'll be like, "Oh, what was that file name?" <laughs> oh, do you remember uh, Save That? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Like Facetime two point four. Mm -hmm. Remember that one? You got the file locked and ready to go. Yeah, it's, yeah no, that's the fun stuff though. Like, I'll never. It's like our personality it. coming across in. In the creative process, literally, I I remember there was one time I was like, I'm gonna start naming things what they are, and then I think that was when I I named a song. We'll probably figure this part out later, and then I was like, eh, well, whatever. Yeah, or <laughs> like, like there's a song I'm thinking of that was literally the beat name forever. Oh, with you. Yeah, that was called Gentle was Waves Gentle for the longest time. Forever, because that's what the beat Is was it? called. Isn't um is distance the name of the beat? I yeah. think it is. Yeah. That one that's that's one of the ones that made it. And then I mean when I made 98 Shadows, that was the one time that like yeah, 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 yeah. We just like nailed the beat. You told me what you wanted, nailed it off rip, named it 98 Shadows. That was, I think that was the only time I didn't name the beat like based off what sounds in it. That's usually what say, I yeah, do. your your beat names are like They're really random. There, some funny. some of them like kind of makes it like sold out um yeah i mean some of them make sense like gentle waves i mean like it, it like it makes sense but i wouldn't have thought yeah. of it 
like for, the, for that beat, it's like yeah, you're like oh, gentle okay, waves yeah, it's kind of gentle waves uh, what was the island beat called because i was playing that last night sunny days sunny days yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think that's where okay. i kind of like yeah okay. yeah d-a-z-e <laughs> if you put add a z in any word it makes it cooler automatically that's 100%. scientific scientifically proven that's why it's phase clan boys in the hood stuff like that like yeah. come on all right, I got a pretty well. I mean, we we know, I know the answer to this, but like, what 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 are you currently working on? I know you mentioned the EP earlier. Yeah. Um, but like, what what do you got planned? Because I know we got some things planned. I just want to see what you're. Uh, yeah. What you're ready to talk about? We uh, yeah. There's a we probably got about sixty songs that are done or almost done, ready to be released here. Um, probably gonna be doing singles for a little bit. Uh, got that EP we were talking about, and with that EP, there's a video coming out with that, and um, yeah, some vid- other video type ideas that are that are in the works right now. Uh, as far as when said album will be released, to be a determined, um, could be this like holiday season could be early next year could be late next i mean i don't know uh do we want to release the name of that or do we want to wait on that i feel like we might just hold on to that for right now i don't want to get too excited yeah uh you never know a lot of the stuff coming out right now will not be on that album just that album's kind of got a whole different vibe than uh some It'd of the be stuff like a concept album for sure yeah hundred percent yeah it's a very concept album based on some recent events in life and uh yeah no there's a lot of i mean we'll we'll have to we'll probably talk today about this about like what the next song after this is released yeah. and, and all that stuff and yeah no there's there's a lot of stuff on the way um it was kind of once I don't know what I was really waiting for as far as finally releasing again. I think it was kind of just waiting on that right song. And then this song came into to fruition and it was like, yeah, this has got to be yeah. the first one, first one to come out. But yeah, no, there's, there's a, there's a lot coming. I'd say at least like six to 10 singles by the end of this year, for sure. Uh, videos, you know, all the, all the good stuff. There's a, there's a lot coming and there's a lot of different, um styles that that people probably haven't heard for and then also we're back to rapping too we, yeah. we do got we do did uh come back to rap a little bit for a couple of these new songs oh yeah no yeah i just love that like as an artist you're so you can go pretty much any way you want with it we got and, some funk dude we made a funk song like funk but I got a really good idea while you were talking, so don't let me forget to tell you about that. Okay. <laughs> you sparked a really good idea in my head about potentially. I never have a pen. All right. I'm going to. Potentially let me, second let me, album. Let me write this down. Potential. Wait, hold on a second. What'd you say? I said potential a potential second, second album, but the album was already made. So I feel like the rest of that just chills itself. You know, because okay. it's coming up. Is it four years since the OG one? Yeah, twenty eighteen. Drop it on the anniversary. Was it twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? I think it was twenty eighteen. Was it? But yeah, yeah. No. Was it? No, no. I gotta it go been. see the Snapchat been. video with the with the Doritos filter on it. Oh with yeah, the it was. beat in the background. I'm pretty sure it's it twenty eighteen. It was. Because right, then twenty nineteen. Because twenty nineteen, yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah, 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 I just gotta read this note. I, I put Man. potential second album on here and then the note above that is from last night because i didn't have a pen to write this down because we were looking through the, the beat is called baby maker uh, all i wrote to um, remind myself to make to to work on this beat was make some babies to the baby maker beat i could have just okay. put in like a dash baby maker beat but i knew i would have been like huh that's what we're here for there's all right absolute wild things that somehow my brain remembers and I can remember why I put the title as I did for the most part. Sometimes, no. But for the most part, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, no, that one makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I I like the idea. 
I just stumbled on all the OG beats from uh, from the trip yesterday anyway. Oh, there you go. I have all like saved this folder. It is great. Um, oh, there's the question I just had for you. It's a good one. Oh, who's your favorite producer of all time? I mean, come on, <laughs> <laughs> the one, the man interviewing me right now. I was literally telling you that last night. Oh, I know it was awesome. But uh, what was the one beat that you were like, "Oh my god, we got something," and you can't say "blonde god." Oh damn! That that one's first too answer. Easy. <laughs> um, oh, see, I'm I kind of I go back and forth on this a little bit. Like the first time you played the rock with me beat, I was like, "Holy cow!" And then we made the first version of it, and I was like, "I'm never gonna release this." But um, uh, like, it's a sick beat, and we ended up coming back to it. But I kind of think it was the distance beat because. That was one of those that, like, you weren't sure if I could really do something to it. But, yeah. I mean, you know, I just like a bunch of cool sounds thrown together. And that's, like, what it was. And, I mean, that's still one of my favorite songs to this day. And, yeah, I think that was, like, once it was after that where I was, like, I started just giving you, like, super, like, two-word broad statements. And you would just, like, produce, oh, yeah. like, exactly what I wanted. And I was, like, okay, we're we chilling now. Like, I don't have to give you much description. Yeah, run with it. See what happens. Yeah. I still to this day think that 2019. I don't remember what the beat was actually called. Do you remember what the original name was to that one? I'll play to win. Yeah, I just play saw that win. pop up on my uh, my stuff the other day, and I was like, I was like, what does PW mean? And I was like, oh, I forgot I had a different name for that song. Yeah, no, that's a. Uh, that just the piano the way you made that work at the end like makes me like every time i hear it i i changed my answer want you because of the cello that was the first instrument oh, I, I, I ever played the first thing i ever did music wise was when i was in elementary school i played cello for like not super long but i still did play cello and yeah the, the, mm, that the cello outro on that is smooth yeah dude you do you remember what i was doing when i made that beat no i was trying to put a saxophone on the song oh yeah and i ended up with i remember, that. I, remember I was like messing yeah, around yeah, with yeah. like saxophone sound and i was like what do you think and then it just sounded like super congested and then i was like all right give me a second and then i came up with that <laughs> yeah no that was a because we didn't make that too that came out in february f like yeah right? that was the the follow-up from the trip that was the first one we dropped that came quick that did. That was like because we were living together at that point, so we were always locked. When did we re release "Distance" after '98? That's a good question. I don't know why I want to say it was. Uh, yeah, my phone was right it? here. I was in summer school, wasn't I? At that time, like was it that summer? Did we release it, it that summer? summer. <sighs> well, '98 Shadows came out June one. Uh, yeah, June 1. And then I think it came, like, distance came a little bit later. So that came well, out. We dropped distance during the school year. Yeah, March 20. We dropped that, like, almost almost a year later, like, nine months later. I did not remember that. And then March with, 20, I think with you, I think with you was the one we dropped in the summer, right? I think so. May 15, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was when you were in summer school. Oh yeah, I think right. No, that was after that. Wait, that was during COVID. I was during COVID. I tried. Wait, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Because the girl on the cover I mean, with you, I, I was not. I didn't have that picture at the time. Wait, how the? Hold on a second. I can. No, it, it had to be. Yeah, no, it had to be. It had to be. Yeah, it was during COVID. How do I not remember? Why do I feel like we dropped that way before? Did I just make because it before? Because we had that done for a while. Yeah, we did have it done for a while. I remember listening to it like that entire school year. Like we were bumping it in the fall. Yeah. 
Holy cow. Yeah, no, no, because that's when I made the one part on that. When I, like, yelled to you out the window, I was like, no, come on, you citizen. Oh, yeah. No, I remember that. You were screaming. And I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get full of my stuff. Shock! Like, I was going on. Shock! I was screaming. Yeah, seriously. Window was, wide open, screaming. That's normal. Do that all the time. <laughs> do it hard. Neighbors, poor, poor neighbors. I'm just very centric, <laughs> for lack of a better word. I mean, I just, yeah, I kind of. I'm very animated. That's a better word. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I just think it's it's hilarious that like you're so just like out there in your face, and then I'm just kind of like the laid back, chilling dude. We make a great team. We do, <laughs> we do, because you can stop me from being really stupid, and I can make you be a little more stupid. Exactly. It it, it kind of evens itself out. Because that's a beautiful <laughs> thing. You would never say no initially. Like I could get you to go somewhere oh, or do something, but it'd be like by the time we got there, you'd be like, um, maybe not. <laughs> like, like I'll think about right. this a few more times. <laughs> yeah. You go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll supervise. You were always cool with ghost riding. Though. That was fun. See, yeah. I never enjoyed that. Yeah, it's a fun time. We used to take some good cruises in college. There was oh, never yeah. a, a bad cruise we went on because it was either celebrating something to close a night out, get our minds off of something. I mean, those are really the only three things to go for. Or all of the above at the same exact yeah. time. Or, or Earth Day. Sometimes you take a drive uh, for or Earth, Earth Day. Day. I mean, little Dick, you didn't have to drop a banger like that on Earth Day either. Like, that wasn't know. fair, dude. That was also, that was, that was, that all that was the day you, uh, you showed me... Um, Oh, two of those songs. Um, the one by Big Boy. You Big showed Boy. me a lot of music that day. It was Can hold I? on, I, yeah, because I remember the "Feels Like Summer" by Gambino. Oh yeah. Then you showed me "All Night" by Big Boy, which like I kind of kind of knew that one. song, but I didn't yeah. know that. And then um, there were two other ones: uh, "Meth Alone" and "Housewives." Oh, bye. I was I all bye. that day, and that was when I started getting you on Blink. Oh, yeah. That was a big music day for us. It was a beautiful day. Granted, That's when you take a four-hour drive, when you take a four-hour yeah. drive in the middle of nowhere, like you're going to listen to too. Just we didn't have fun. no location in mind. We just, just for funsies. Yep. Just for a cruise. Let's get lost. Yeah, we could find out in the world. Yeah. And we, do you, I don't know if you remember this. Speaking of Blink-182, this is one of my uh, when nine came out, and we were going to Walmart to get the disco. I think we went for the disco ball and then the pitch frames. We probably yeah. ended up buying more. If we were there, but I know we went there for that. And it was like we were on our way back, and it was like the perfect sun, like not sunset. Yeah. It wasn't setting fucking our hour, hour and a half, but like it was like that perfect skyline. It was just like, yeah. Is that why I love Happy Days so much? Yeah, because that that was the song. That was when we were like <laughs> we were on the highway, and I'm, I'm like. Windows down, bro. Like it's too good. It's yeah. too good of a moment to not just freaking embrace. That is a fantastic blink project, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's. I a think bad it's my one second either. favorite. But yeah, no, they make some good stuff. Yeah, dude, they make some gas, man. Make some gas. Shot. We get off on a tangent here. Here, you ask yeah. me one more. I got one more, and then we'll break down some of some uh some scores. You know, I have uh, I had a few in mind, but you kind of just you sparked a new one in me, and I, I kind of want to hear about some of uh, your musical influences. Ooh, in you as an artist. Yeah, so Motley Crue started it for sure. Like getting in, kind of like I like the I like instruments being in it. You know, I, I do have some stuff where it's just like noises, but like I like guitars, drums, bass, guitar. Like I love that stuff. That that's kind of what started the influence, and then I mean, obviously, like Machine Gun Kelly, that was a big one, uh, and it was like honestly not even the pop punk when he started doing this. It was like, what was the first one called? Tickets to My Downfall. Like it was before that. It was like yeah. when he was making songs like Habits, Twenty Seven, Rehab, like all the General yeah. Admission songs like that. That was kind of like I was like, oh, he's doing different styles. Like I like that. Mod Son Two, 
And I think like the biggest thing with like the three of them, with like yeah, those three guys, and like Blink included in that, is they kind of took a genre and twisted it. Like Motley Crue at the time, rock music was big, the hair bands were big, and their whole thing was we're gonna play louder, faster, and just crazier than anyone else. And then you know, like Kells was doing the rap, he had that machine gun attack, haha, <laughs> machine gun Kelly. And then um, you know, he he I mean that made him switch genres. Shut up. Shut up. You don't know anything yeah, about anything in music. Wait, if, you drop if, the up. I mm, <laughs> nothing makes me want to literally like um, I'm gonna get pissed if I talk about that. If if you're one of those people yeah. that say machine gun Kelly switched genres because of Eminem, one, you don't you didn't listen to Hotel Diablo, like binge, yeah, not the best. I like binge, but I understand yeah. people like not liking it. Didn't listen to Hotel Diablo, and you clearly don't know his music, so just shut up. Um, but like, you know, he changed genres mod up until, you know, more lately, like he always was just making like cool, crazy different sounds that like I'd never heard before. And I was was like, that's cool. Like Blink too. Like they kind of took punk in a little different direction because they like slowed it down sometimes. And then they had like the crazy, like classic punk stuff. And yeah, I think my music inspiration, like, I mean, you probably can hear some things in certain songs, but most of it is just like people that push a genre or like try and make a new sound or something like that. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's, that's where my influence comes from. I don't want to sound like anybody. I don't want to, you know, be like anybody. I want to be my own wave and just never be the same. Like you never know when I'm going to drop a song, what kind of style it's going to be. Yeah. That's a good thing. Why do I sound like somebody else when you can sound like you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want, yeah. Make make a have a Rocky type beat. Like, Good luck, but <laughs> yeah, seriously, pick, pick, a, pick a project. To, pick a project to make a tight beat for that, because there's just too many to to go through with the genres we we've um we've crossed into. Um, all right, I got I got a question for you. When was because like we kind of came together with we first when we first started chatting about music when we both were like producing and stuff like that, and then you know I was like, yeah, I want to get on the mic a little bit. And then we started doing that. When was like not like a time he's like where you were like, oh, you know, he's got it. like he's he's solid, he's smooth or whatever. When was a time when you were like, yeah, we could we could do something like this. Like this this can be something for real. Uh I mean when it wasn't even like when I heard the, the finished product. It was in like when I when I sent you, we talked about it yesterday, and I sent you the blonde guy beat. And I heard you just start rapping over it like like that, just off the top of your head. And I mean, a lot of those bars made it into the actual song. Like it's true. I was good. like, I was like, hold up, like, how did you think about that? Like that fast. And then I watched you get in the booth and record that song, lay it down, we got in the car and listened to it, and it was just straight up just and I was like, yo, this is like something. And then I mean it just progressively more and more, like as the albums have went on, like rock with me. I knew you could do it too. I've been yeah, you were the one that pushed me to do it. Time. You were the one to push me to do it. I'll, I'll give you that credit, man. You were the one that, like, the whole rock with me album is credit to you because you were the one that kept telling me to do that. I still have the video of you singing Champagne Supernova in the, in the closet, oh, too. In the OG studio. I go back to that sometimes because I know it's just like that's like raw, like raw voice. Like, there's nothing going on. That's just you in the little yeah. small room. That's like, yeah. I'm big, big believer in that singing voice for the longest time because I always knew there was a little bit more in there that you just didn't want to dig into yet. You weren't sure about it. And then obviously like with the covers and everything and things kind of just, I mean, it's progressed so much. Yeah, I think the covers kind push it out. But yeah, I was a big believer at, at that point, if not even earlier. Like I remember hearing you do White Boy Freestyle. I'm like, all right, this dude can spit. That's <laughs> worse. Burying his past, man absolutely that's one of the best ones i got out there last thing before we transition here just um kind of like i've been saying if you know you made it this far you listen to this whole interview i mean if you got something you love whether it be music whether it be painting whether it be photography accounting marketing sales i don't care whatever it is i'll really challenge you to just pursue it you know, sometimes you might have to work something to pay and fund that on the side. But if you really want something, do it behind the scenes. I mean, 
Paul can attest to this. You know, I come home from my job and doing I like, you know, gym and all that stuff. I'm coming home and I'm like, I'm in the studio. I'm working. Like, yeah, I like to have my relaxing, kick it, play a little Xbox here and there, man. But if you really want something, you, you can make it happen and keep on the grind, keep on the craft, and let's just make the world a better place together. You got anything to add to that? No, nah, if you're going to do something, why not be the best at it? Damn right. Simple Damn as right. that. All right. Now, the ACBA. Oh, we love it. Week one. Week one took place. Um, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, what's wrong with you? Go listen to it, because otherwise this is going to be super confusing. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. Um, so, yeah, we're going to break down what happened. If you don't remember, Paul's two teams are the net positives, the Colt 45 and the two zigzags. My two teams are the crossover episodes and the nine lives and horse flies, which they don't remember because we didn't name them till later. But, yeah, those are Paul's two teams in net positives, team Colt 45 and two zigzags. So what we did week one, our teams were playing each other. We made it. Paul can attest to this. We have a great system for keeping everything fair and keeping everything logistic. Yeah. We have a whole spreadsheet with stats, league leaders, everything you could dream of. Okay, so as we're looking at it, the net positives were Paul's the very first pick of the game, which was Larry the Lobster. The net positives won a game of 83-73 to 73 against the Colt 45 and the two zigzags. Player of the game for the net positives was Larry the Lobster and Colt Luger for the Colt 45 and the two zigzags. Uh, there's a couple of noticing stat lines here. Uh, Larry the Lobster being player of the game. He put up 18 points and assist, 11 rebounds, four blocks. Uh, another standout from that team was Vic Reynolds, uh, 20 points, one assist, six boards, and a steal. Uh, from the Colt 45 and two zigzags, a great game out of Bart Simpson, 18, 7, and two stat lines. Sandy Cheeks put up a nice 11, 6, and 5. Uh, Colt Luger, though, dropped a nice 24 piece and 11 boards along with four blocks. A uh, disappointing bench out of this uh, team from Paul. We'll, we'll say that to it say the least. That the bench was the reason they lost. Uh, moving on to the <laughs> other game of my two teams, the crossover episodes versus nine lives and horse flies. The crossover episodes won 88 to 75. Man Ray was the player of the game. And for nine lives and horse flies, player of the game was Princess Carolyn. Uh, a big Man Ray had a, a phenomenal game. He dropped 31 points, four assists, 11 rebounds, nine. Oh, no, wrong. That's Maddie. Four blocks. Uh, a couple another noticeable stat lines from this. Hank Hill in the quarter he played 12-4-8-2-2. A great stat line out of a single quarter. Peggy Hill had a solid game. Rick put up some good points. Bill Murphy was a solid guy. Uh, Maddie Atkins had 15 rebounds and 9 blocks. Uh, for 9 lives, Princess Carolyn dropped 18 points, 11 assists, and 4 boards. Butterscotch Horfman followed not too far behind with a great stat line of 12-4-4-4-2. Uh, the chicken from Family Guy dropped 15 <laughs> points and 11 boards, and yeah, all in all, uh, we we kind of realized the crossover episodes might be a factor as a team. We did have a two trades that went through uh, after. Let me find this. So in um, let me see what teams these are from here real quick. Okay, so there was a the first trade comes between Paul's the net positive and mine the nine lives and horse flies. A straight up trade Archer for Glenn Quagmire. Uh, the idea behind this, um, for me trying to get Archer, I just I needed some better uh, a, a better score. I feel like Archer was a better scorer. Uh, that's Paul's better team that we sent Glenn to, and with he already has a lot of high-powered offensive guys. Getting a guy that can kind of do it all was the thought behind that. And then uh, a big, big trade here, two for two, uh, between the Colt 45 and two zigzags and the crossover episodes. Paul from the Colt 45s is sending um, Bojack Horseman, who put up a a pretty solid defensive game. And then Marge Simpson coming off the bench. She was a great bench player. And then Paul is really getting one player out of this trade of Matty Atkins because he needs a defensive guy and a guy that can get boards to really round that team out because they were pretty solid scoring the ball. Yeah. But uh, he also got, got Morty Smith, 
who uh, I'll, I'll read the stat line. It's zeros across the board except for that turnover number, which he had nine of because uh, the one Rick Sanchez did not play all four quarters and the one quarter that Marty played, he didn't have Rick Sanchez on the court, and we learned that Marty's a liability. Uh, week four yeah. is when um, trades – or not trades, excuse me. Let me just wind that back. We traded that. We're drafting at the end of the season, so there's no free agents during the season. We're drafting at the end of the season. And uh, what week did we we're, – we're 12 week season, right? Correct? Yeah. 12-week season. And uh, I believe week eight is when trades yep. end. Week eight is when trades is end. The trade deadline, and we can't trade with ourselves. We cannot trade with ourselves. No. That would just be dumb. Why that would just that? be dumb. The only way we could trade with ourselves is if it's approved by the other party. But I mean, I don't really see. I don't have anything that I, I can either. see right now to do What's like the fun that. Trading so, with yourself, I want to negotiate yeah, with you. Exactly, and and we had <laughs> one trade that that did get vetoed. Unfortunately, that would have would have been nice. Sandy cheeks moving over, but you was getting annoyed with me trying to get Sandy. But no, all in all, yeah, uh, we're looking at. Let me quick pull up the standings right now. Uh, Tied for first are the net positives and the crossover episodes, and, and tied for last are the Colt 45, two zigzags and nine lives and horse flies. So that is your recap of the ACBA. Uh, we will get week two to you, obviously, next week with week two, two unfolds. And um, it should be some good games. It should be some good games. Yeah. We have the net positives going up nine lives and horse flies, and then we have crossover episodes going against Colt 45 and two zigzags. So we could be seeing a... 2-0 and 0-2 teams here after this. But with some of the trades that went through, you never know. Some things could change. The ball could bounce a little different. Someone get on a hot streak. Someone get cold. You never know yeah. what's going to happen in the ACBA. And we're just excited that you're here for along with this. And, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll consider doing it. We probably won't do it right away. But uh, I will say it was very entertaining uh, when we, me and uh, Paul were on, on FaceTime going over uh, – Throwing over the scores and the box scores and doing that whole thing. And if that's something you guys would want to see, uh, by all means, feel free to um, to uh, request that. And you know, we could start we can start publishing that as like side content. That's like probably 20, 25 minute videos. Uh, if you have any interest in that, let us know. Uh, we do have a question. This was a logistical question. Was what kind of setup did you guys use, and how did you figure out how to do the podcast? Uh, at the beginning. I uh, got a Zoom H6. It's a little pricey, I will say, but if for multiple mic input, it is amazing. Um, it's very simple to use. It's sleek. It's easy to carry around. There's a lot of different features you can use with it. I kind of keep the standard practice for what I do for this. It's easy for me to do what I do. I have the same settings I've used for the whole time because I only use this for podcasts. There's a lot of different things you can use it for. I only use it for uh, stereo mixing my podcast and stuff like that. Um, I don't remember my mic name. Paul and I got a little different mics. Uh, just sent him a mic through there. And then, yeah, I mean, the Google Meet thing, it's called Google Workspace. It's, I believe, $7.99 a month uh, to let you allow you to record these Google Meets. And then, you know, I have some of these Adobe, like After Effects and stuff like that, that I'm, we're going to get more into use uh as this progresses but yeah right now it, it's pretty simple like if baseline if you want to start a podcast it's real simple you know you don't need any of the fancy equipment you don't need like this it's not this huge ceiling to get into the game i mean honestly you can just figure out if you really want to go bare bones with it you know get it it won't be the best quality but you know get a good set and and um connect to it and uh you can screen record if that's that's a way to do it it's, it's real really not a big thing uh i go through castos as my distributor uh they're 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 solid with it they they make sure i mean i did was complaining to paul last night that it takes forever not through castos castos is smooth but uploading this to youtube pisses me off because it takes like an hour to process a video and like yeah these are longer videos but still it's obnoxious it's obnoxious but yeah no the the, the ceiling uh, is not high and to get into podcasting it's not too crazy to get into if you got an idea just run with it uh have fun with it i mean we don't really we we talk about and we obviously have ideas like today was a very like purposeful meaningful one but you know a lot yeah. of times we kind of just have a base idea and like even today you know we have a base idea we go into it and we get off on rants the same way we always do it'd be weird if we didn't yeah no it's it's the way it always should be 
And I just realized Start I didn't about whatever we're talking about. Yeah, I didn't really breathe through that whole thing. I was talking really fast, and I'm I'm pretty happy with my my breath cycle there. So I'm I'm not even gonna complain about that. Uh, yeah, no, Paul, you got anything to finish us out with tonight? I you know, just want everybody to have a great rest of their week and uh, tune in for some of those big ACBA matchups next week. Big ACBA matchups, and make sure to check out. Look me up on the socials on the 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 streaming platforms as well. Havoc Rocky, we got a saw dropping this Thursday. Everyone should check it out. If you hate it, you hate it. Whatever, cool. But I kind of feel like you're gonna enjoy it. I have I have a feeling you're gonna like this one for sure. It's it's a, it's a good one for sure. Polly, we appreciate you hosting today. That's freaking right. awesome, man. First time on the job, and it was phenomenal. I couldn't. Couldn't have gone better. Couldn't have gone better. As always, if you like this, be a friend. Tell a friend if you hated it. If you just, with your soul in the pit of your your life, you're like, you listen to this, your ears were bleeding. You're like, my mission in life is to kill both of them now. Hey, let's <laughs> pretend it never happened. We can go our separate ways. But all in all, man, we appreciate every single one of you guys listening. Like, it is really cool. Uh, I was telling Paulie last night, I've, I've just, the, the people I've been hearing feedback from and stuff like that, it's really fun when I get the chance to see, um, you guys that that are checking things out and you know it means a lot to us to know that people are enjoying it so yeah, as always everyone peace and love